everybody. Welcome to Points of Articulation, episode 122. I'm your host, Justin Chang, and with me is Phil Theobald. Ohio gozaimasu! Ohio. Ohio, indeed. Although I'm in California. Oh, that's true. I was, uh, that was Japanese. I don't know if you, uh, if you know Japanese, but I'm an expert. <laughs> 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 oh that yeah that never gets old it doesn't it always stays new how are you today uh pretty good 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 been playing uh, a lot of assassin's creed syndicate oh yeah i'm really liking it you know what's weird i have been playing a lot of assassin's creed and a lot of the old uh pc game syndicate hmm uh, simultaneously, so I think I'm getting the same experience. Yeah, it's pretty much the same. Did you ever play that old Syndicate game? Yeah, a lot. That was a really good game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking like the old one from like the 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Persuadatron. What's that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, you played it. You know what I'm talking about. Yep. There was a new Syndicate game not too long ago, right? Yeah, it was a first-person shooter. It was actually pretty good. Really? Mm-hmm. I did not play it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. But, uh, yeah, I'm not going to... Uh, I'm not going to poo-poo it because uh, I have not played it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take your word for that. Please do. That. Um, how is how is Assassin's Creed? It's it's really good. Um, I did not like Unity. I played Unity for a couple hours, mm-hmm. and even after all their patches, it still was not a good game. Mm, that's uh, too bad. But yeah, and I was not planning to get Syndicate at all, and then I saw the reviews, and I said, "Oh, I'll check it out." And Man. Yeah, been playing nonstop ever since. When it rains, it pours. Mm-hmm. So many games coming out. Yeah, Fallout's coming out soon. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, and you you pretty much caught up. I mean, I'm still like way behind on games. You finished Transformers. You finished Metal Gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else have you been playing? Um, basically two months worth of Metal Gear. It feels oh, okay. like yeah, okay. that game is really long. Yeah, see, I'm I'm, I'm still like crawling my way through transformers i still have lego dimensions i need to play i still have yoshi that i'm crawling my way through i haven't even started my metal gear and then yeah this fallout thing's coming out and probably going to be playing that for for player one podcast so probably everything's going to have to go on the back burner for for that so i played a, a little uh you may have heard this if you've listened to the new uh, Player One. Uh, I played a little uh, Fallout the other uh, day, this past week. Ah, uh, yeah, New Vegas. I, I just yeah. listened to the episode, actually. Yeah, it's, I, I had my first Fallout experience. Uh, I picked up New Vegas on Steam for like three bucks. So, And what'd you think? Uh, it seems pretty cool. It's... it's uh... yeah, you know... Um... <sighs> Man, it just seems like they just throw you into a game and just kind of let you go. Though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's it's, um, you know, I, I'm I that the three dollars I spent on New Vegas was just kind of a, a you know testing the waters just to so I so I don't go into Fallout Four completely blind. Mm-hmm. I wanted to have at least a, a basic idea of what the game is, but uh, man, I I can it it. I can see why this is a game that people put like a hundred plus hours into because 
it seems like you can just, I mean, they just dump you right off and don't give you much guidance Mm -hmm. on what to do. You just have to kind of go. Yeah. It's just like, welcome to the world. Do stuff, do whatever you want. (laughs) I mean, uh, did you play new Vegas? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I couldn't remember if we had this conversation or not, but, um, yeah, right at the beginning of New Vegas, uh, you are sent off uh, after the initial kind of character creation portion. Uh, you are told to go to a saloon and meet up with this woman who uh, basically acts as your tutorial, mm-hmm. teaches you how to use weapons and, and such. And she, you know, she, you you do a little mission with her, just like a simple little you know, shooting some cans off of a fence post or something. And then she gives you the option to continue along with her. And it's, it's, I mean, they flat out tell you it's more tutorial stuff. So I figure, okay, yeah, I'm going to go along with you and, uh, and, and just kind of learn my way around the world and kind of ease into this game. And even the, the tutorials just kind of like, okay, follow me. And then I turn around and she's just bolted off and I'm just like, wait, wait, where did you go? I, <laughs> I've, I, I, I've lost the tutorial girl. So I had to like wander around and find her and I did a couple more little tutorial missions and, and, uh, and yeah, now she, she has me looking for a couple like plants or something, you know, and it's, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, and I even forget what what the purpose is. It's just like, oh, we need to make some concoctions, so I'm going to need this plant, which you can find over by the cemetery, and then there's this plant where you can find over, like, by the mines or something like that. And I'm thinking, oh, okay. And I I bring up the map, and it's just like, I have to go like halfway across the world to find this stuff. And I mean, it, it, it looks like halfway across the world to me because I'm new to this game, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm, you know, so I'm sure it's just practically next door, right. uh, given the scale of the world. But it's like, you know, I'm used to tutorials being like, you know, oh, you need to get this plant. And then you walk five steps and, and there it is glowing or something. So I eventually wandered over and and found the graveyard and for the life of me I cannot find this this plant or whatever that I'm supposed to find in the graveyard so hmm. I'm I I think I may have to go to GameFAQs to look up how to beat the tutorial in this game <laughs> so I am I am quietly dreading what's going to happen when I get Fallout 4 so I think with Fallout 4, they're going to hold your hand a little bit more. Um, it's a numbered enter in the series. They know mm-hmm. a lot of people are going to jump on board with this one. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure Fallout 3 was holding your hands a lot more than that. Okay. Yeah, at least, uh, you know, give me an hour or so to just sort of get used to it. So Yeah, I don't remember having any problems like that in New Vegas, but I had played a lot of Fallout 3 before. Okay, yeah, so... Yeah, this is not only is it uh, my first entry in the Fallout series, but I I really do not have much experience with Western RPGs either. So, so you know, I'm used to my kind of role playing experiences being a little more structured mm-hmm. than that. So, it'll be interesting. I'm I'm uh, I mean I I liked what I played certainly. So, 
I'm uh, curious to play more and certainly curious to play Fallout 4. Yeah, yeah, Fallout 4 looks great. And yes. I fully expect to spend a lot of time with that game. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll be proud of me. I am giving Star Wars The Clone Wars another shot. Oh, really? I have started over from the beginning, even though I've what? seen, like, five seasons of it already. What uh, What prompted that? Uh, it was just kind of boredom. I just okay. ran out of things to watch, and I said, no, I'll give Clone Wars another shot, because I like Rebels, and why not? Yeah, yeah, well, you know, I mean, you, so you started over at the beginning? Yes. Okay, are you still in Season 1? I am still in Season 1. Season I'm, 1 is weak. Season 1 is very weak. Season 1 is weak. Uh, the movie is also very weak. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, the the movie is essentially the pilot mm-hmm. for season one. You know, it's it's basically like four episodes, four or five episodes strung together into a movie. Uh, but yeah, the movie's weak. Most of the first season is weak. There's there a are... lot of Jar Jar in the first season. Yeah. There's this, you know, any any episode that focuses on just the clones you can usually count on to at least be uh, entertaining mm-hmm. but um yeah it uh but you know what I'm, I'm i'm curious to see if you do uh get through the whole thing and and what you think of it because i mean you did watch a, a pretty respectable amount of it i watched almost all of it yeah so and and it it seems to start clicking with people you know, maybe around season two or three, and then, you know, really picking up around season, like, four and five. And, uh, you know, there are a couple story arcs along the way that are not very good. You know, you're, there, there, there is, they still throw in the occasional Jar Jar arc, which is, is just, yeah, yeah. And then they'll, uh, there'll be some, uh, politic heavy arcs, uh, that's, that center around Padme usually, and those are, typically kind of boring but uh when it's when it's when it's on that show is is pretty darn on so i'm curious to to see if maybe your enjoyment of rebels has sort of softened you to uh to to clone wars i hope so yeah uh speaking of rebels i started reading the uh kanan comic book oh yeah uh which is written by greg weissman which is awesome uh, uh what has he written he was one of the head writers on season one of Rebels, and he's oh, done really? Gargoyles and a bunch of oh, other geez, really okay. great stuff. Okay, I should read this. Um, yeah, it's a really good comic. Uh, when does it take place compared um, to the show? It happens during the show, and then there's the first arc is a flashback to when Kanan was a Padawan. Oh, okay. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it's him as a Padawan, and then Order 66 happens. Oh, cool. Okay. Because they, um, I'm assuming you've, you've been caught up on Rebels. Yes. Yeah. The, the recent couple episodes, uh, Kanan alludes to that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the whole order and, you know, the death of his master and that sort of thing. So that's kind of cool that they actually get into that. I, I definitely have to read that now. Yeah. And yeah, I really like the art too. Nice. And, you know, uh, especially with this, uh, season of, of rebels, it, it's, they're kind of heavily leaning on the, uh, the old clone war series, mm-hmm. you know, though they're bringing back a lot of characters from, 
the Clone Wars show into Rebels, which is right. As as someone like myself who is a, a fan of Clone Wars is uh, pretty fantastic. So, uh, yeah. Let me let me know as you continue to watch. Let me know if uh, your opinion changes at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like Rebels. Uh, I'm excited about Star Wars again, thanks to the movie trailers. Yeah, of course, so. of course. I don't blame you. You know, they're making a new Star Wars movie. What? Mm-hmm. I had not heard this. Yep. Yes, it's true. Uh, uh, Jimmy J.J. Walker is directing them. Wow. Yep. Uh, you may remember him. Uh, he was a, uh, originally he got his start on uh, TV's Good Times, and uh, then he went on to uh, uh, make some of Hollywood's uh, greatest blockbusters. Yeah, uh, he did. Uh, uh, well, well, he did the original, um, not the movie, but the radio play of War of the Worlds, which I don't know if you've ever heard that the one that started the uh, the big uh, panic. Oh yeah, the big uh, yeah that that whole. Uh, uh, panic about uh communists mm-hmm. back in the 50s right you may remember uh the scopes trials uh where uh they they uh outed all those uh communists and then he did uh jaws of course the uh the beloved uh shark movie jaws mm-hmm. and then uh uh the shining if you've ever seen the shining i have yeah yeah with uh with uh uh the joker what's his name yeah, Heath Ledger. Yeah. Yeah, Heath Ledger uh was like haunting he was like a ghost at a at a haunted uh motel. Okay. Yeah. So some really good films and obviously a very talented filmmaker. And uh yeah, he's got a new uh, Star Wars movie coming out. Oh, interesting. So it's gonna be it's gonna be one for the ages. All right. Good yes. to know. I hadn't heard about it. Yep, yeah, it's called uh Star Wars Wake Up, the Force is coming. It's kind of a kind of a mouthful of a uh, well, subtitle, and and the, well, it has an exclamation point at the end too, so you you know to be excited about it. Okay, yeah, yes. I, I wouldn't know otherwise. Yep, wake up! The force is coming. <laughs> Sorry, I'm wasting so much time. <laughs> uh, uh, let's talk about toys. Okay, uh, let's talk about Transformers. That's what we usually start with. Uh, E Hobby has announced (laughs) for for just a split second. You got halfway through that word. I thought you were going to go into a full on donkey whinny. E Hobby. Nope. I don't know why. I mean, I do make a lot of animal noises. That's what I'm known for. E-hobby. E-hobby. It's, it's, like a, it's like a donkey noise. E-hobby. They're, they're basically like an on, on online retailer, right? Yes. But they have enough sway with Takara over in Japan that they, like, Takara makes a lot of exclusive toys just for them. Right. Okay. It'd uh, basically be like if Big Bad Toy Store ended up having... But I, I mean, Big Bad Toy Store does get exclusives. Yes, they do. So, but not not quite to the extent that eHobby does. Yeah, eHobby has a lot of really neat stuff. Yeah. Uh, and they have a new toy coming out uh, through eHobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is Deadlock. 
Ah, the Merc with a Mouth. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so in the Transformers lore, there's a character yeah. named Drift. Mm-hmm. Uh, before he was Drift and before he was an Autobot, he was a Decepticon named Deadlock. Yes, yeah, so we're getting uh, we're getting pre-Autobot Drift. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's just a matter of time before this toy came out. I'm really surprised FunPub didn't make uh, their own version of Deadlock. Yeah, that's true. Boy, he's cool looking too, huh? Yeah. I mean, it's a black and purple, which black is... Black and purple. We, you, Anyone who listens to this show knows that we love our Transformers black and purple. Mm-hmm. With uh, little red highlights. Yeah, it's really cool color scheme. Yeah. Wow, those red eyes look really nice, too. He's got this... He's 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 mostly black. He's got some purple highlight. Basically, his his limbs are purple. Um, some red and gold highlights, but his face is or well, his head is white. Uh, looks like he's got a purple face, kind of a, a light purple lavender face. But he's got the the uh, the light piped red eyes that really uh, stand out. Mm-hmm on that face that looks wow it looks really cool yeah it's awesome yeah uh yeah so it's a repaint of the uh drift toy uh well uh, i guess it's the blur version though because it has the guns instead of the knives on his Hmm. sides okay yeah um but this exact same thing was used for shattered glass uh drift right that's true now I'm trying to remember, did did Blur Blur had a new head though, right? Blur had a new head, so this okay. is like the Blur body with a drift head. Yes, yes, but he does come with the sword too. He does come with the sword. He has the big sword, but then the little side guns instead of the little uh, little knives. Yeah, and he has the big gun as well. Yeah, the big sniper rifle. Okay, so yeah, he's got a lot of weapons. Well, he's a he's a he's a villain. It's true. Oh man, and the sword is uh, the the sword's all black, uh, but has like a, kind of a red uh, red uh, jewelish thing in the hilt. And even the the uh, kanji characters are painted red mm-hmm. on the sword. That's a nice little detail. Yeah, boy, this is oh, neat looking, and it's that's a good mold too. Yeah, it's really fun to play it's with. It's a fun toy. Oh man, how much e-hob- e-hobby tends to get some really cool exclusives, but they also tend to be expensive. 5400 yen? Oh. I believe it's 69.99 on Big Bad right now. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I have it pre-ordered. Do you really? I really like uh, Deadlock. I think the story behind Deadlock is really cool. Man, and this figure is really nice looking. Ugh, Seventy bucks, though. You know what? Uh, there's something else coming out that we're going to be talking about a little later in the show. That if that was not coming out, I might be more prone to go pre-order this thing. Mm-hmm. And I think you know of what I speak. I know exactly what you're talking. About. Yeah, but ooh, jeez. But you're uh, you're diving in though, huh? Yeah, uh, I oh. think this toy looks really cool. No, it does. I I totally do not blame you. Uh, and there's a third party, uh, turmoil coming out and, uh, that would be pretty cool to partner them up together. Oh uh, yeah. They could, uh, cause turmoil was his boss. Yes. 
Yeah, there it is, sixty nine ninety nine. Uh, uh. Always put the pre order in and then just cancel it. It's true. When's it uh, due out? Um, March. Yeah, March. Yeah, maybe I will put the pre order in just to just to have it. I like the way you think, Chang. I like the way you think. Yeah, it's a really cool looking toy. Agreed. Uh, let's talk about NECA. Uh, NECA like a high. NECA high ho. They're doing, uh, they're working with Warner Brothers. <gasps> yeah. And they're going to do some, uh, seven inch tall action figures of, well, they say movies, but yeah, one of them's from a TV show. There was a movie. There was. It's true. Some days you just can't get rid of a bum. Uh, yeah, of, uh, DC, from DC movies. Uh, we got from the 1966 Batman series. Got the yep. Adam West Batman. Outstanding. Very cool looking. Yep. Uh, <laughs> That's, oh man, it's like perfect to his physique too. Mm hmm. <laughs> kind of. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah, Mattel released their own version of the 66 Batman and uh, did not look quite as good. No. Um, Christopher Reeve, Superman. Why um, do these come with... Uh, they come with uh, weird movies, yes, on, this is on eBay. On eBay, yeah, Warner Brothers is selling these through or pre-selling these through eBay. Okay, that's weird. First of all, uh, but the figures themselves will be in Toys R Us stores. Uh, well. Okay, so if you get them uh, pre-ordered through eBay, your your Adam West Batman comes with the Lego Batman movie, DC Superheroes Unite, which is not involving Adam West's Batman. <laughs> yep. And if you get the Come on, man. If you get the Christopher Reeve Superman figure, you get a DVD copy of Man of Steel. <laughs> which which is like <laughs> two Superman removed from Christopher Reeve. Well, and the last one, the yeah. Heath Ledger Joker. Yeah. <laughs> that was... <laughs> I didn't even see that. I didn't scroll down far enough. Oh, come on. So you have a Heath Ledger Joker figure. Looks great. Iconic villain from a very beloved Batman film. Perhaps the most beloved Batman film. So what do you get when you pre-order that? <laughs> what is by far the most reviled Batman film? That that doesn't have the Joker in it at all. <laughs> Get a copy of Batman and Robin. <laughs> why, why, why would they do that? Uh, they probably have a lot of leftover stock, and this is a good way to get rid of it. Obviously, they're going to have a lot of leftover copies of Batman and Robin, but <laughs> included with... Your Heath Ledger Joker, like the the, the 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 dark and gritty, super serious, 
Nolan verse with, with the rainbow colored Power Ranger Arnold Schwarzenegger ice to meet you nonsense. That is insane. And come on, they can't throw the original Superman movie. They, you get Man of Steel. Yeah. I mean, even Superman Returns, you have Brandon Roth doing an impression of Christopher Reeve, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. You know, at least at least Superman Returns is, is in that same chronology as the Christopher Reeve stuff. But no, here's Man of Steel. Um, that aside, I think these figures look really great. Uh, the figures look great. I got distracted by the ridiculous uh, pack-in stuff, but uh, no, the the figures look fantastic. So, very exciting. Yeah, I'll probably pick up a couple of these. Oh, yeah? I definitely want that Superman. Yeah, it's a nice-looking Superman. 30 bucks, huh? 30 bucks on eBay right now, plus, what, $7 shipping or $8 shipping? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm looking at uh, this uh, thetoyarc.com where we're looking at pictures of these, and in the comments, uh, there's some fellow who works at Toys R Us who says that they actually have them there. They're in, they, and he's posting a picture of them. Uh, they, they have them at the Toys R Us stores, but they have to wait for the NECA vendor to show up to put them out. On shelves, so. Mm. Yeah, these are supposed to come out uh, early November. Yeah, which is, I mean, that's like next week. Yep, right around the corner. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Very cool stuff. I I like the packaging, too. Yeah, it's it's a very kind of 60s looking uh, packaging. Well, actually, it's, I mean, like, the Batman one looks very 60s. Mm-hmm. I guess the Superman one looks a little, you know. I mean, it's, super, it's his Fortress of Solitude. and It is his Fortress of Solitude. And the Joker's got the Joker card. And yep. ha, 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 written everywhere. <laughs> and uh, the Dark Knight logo uh, has been vandalized, so it says uh, the Dork Knight. Yep. So there you go. That's a nice little touch. Because that's, uh, that's the one thing I remember about that movie was... Uh, Heath Ledger's Joker went around calling everyone, calling everyone dorks. <laughs> <laughs> Why so serious, you dork? <laughs> it's all part of the plan, you dork. <laughs> well, they gotta do something, right? I I know. It's just now I'm imagining that, and and I'm enjoying that. Uh, you dorks want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> Imagine how, how different that movie would be. You dorks want to see a magic trick? Come here. Come here, you big dork. Look at this pencil. That dork didn't see where the pencil went. Anyone else? Such a... Such a grade school taunt. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh. these are nice figures. I'm, 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 I'm having a bit of fun with them. But these are uh, really nice looking toys. Yeah. Um. All right. Finally, let's talk about Lego. It's Lego Corner. Yes. Uh. First up, 
Lego Ghostbusters Firehouse Headquarters. That's why I'm not getting any Transformers uh, figures right now. Well, why would that be? I mean, it's not that expensive. It's... Well, it's not that expensive if you are considering buying a used car. Well, the price per piece is pretty good. Oh, the price per piece is great, but <laughs> this has somehow the Ghostbusters Firehouse Headquarters has, I believe, the third highest piece count in Lego history. <laughs> is that accurate? I don't know. That's... I saw I, 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 on the, the NeoGAF Lego thread, I believe someone was posting piece counts, and I believe this may have been like the third highest piece count in Lego history. It's crazy. Which is crazy considering. I mean, it, it's gotta be the interior. Yeah. Is like super detailed. Cause I mean, not that, I mean, well, apparently the thing's huge too. How big is this thing? 14 inches high, Yep. nine inches wide and 14 inches deep. That's a big Lego set. Yep. And then the walls open out so it doubles in uh, width. Turns into 18 inches wide when you open it up. Dude. Yeah, so this firehouse is uh, 4,634 pieces. Can't even count that high. That's not a real number. (laughs) Retail price. $349.99. Oh, my goodness. And it comes out in January. On not just in January, on January first, the same day as the the new modular set, the bank. There you go. You the get, bank and the Ghostbusters headquarters. You gotta break the bank to get both uh, of these. You gotta brick the bank. No. So okay. So come January 1st, I could go pick up a Lego set or maybe get an Xbox One. Yep. And you know what's terrible? You know which one I'm getting. Of course. You really like Halo, and you're totally going to get the (laughs) Xbox One. You know, know, I have no need for an Xbox One until Crackdown is out. It's true. Crackdown is full on a system seller for me. But, uh... Oh my god, 350 bucks. 350 bucks. 350 bucks for this thing. I've already warned my wife about it. <laughs> and her response was, well, you better start selling some stuff. That, and there you go. She's, she's right. Well, you have to make when, space anyway. She's right. I do have to make space. Yeah, that's the, that's going to be more of a problem than the 350 bucks. Just trying to find room for this thing. Oh my gosh. But it's a, it's a thing of beauty. It's awesome. I mean, we haven't even seen the interior yet. Yeah, that's true. We just, all, so far all we've seen is a big red and gray rectangle. <laughs> and the minifigures. And the minifigures. But I mean, what an iconic building. What an iconic building. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, just the exterior looks so fantastic in Lego form. The little touches. You know, I love the little yellow pylons, uh, by the, uh, by the, the main gates there. Mm-hmm. I love the sidewalk kind of cracked open on the side where you can see some of the pink slime dripping through. Yeah. It's a really nice touch. Yeah. I love the, you know what? It's, it's such a stupid little detail, but I've not seen it in a Lego set before. I love the little like air conditioner I sticking out of the window. I was just going to point that out. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, just just beautiful little details there. And I'm I'm itching to see the inside of it. But uh, so who do we have? We we talked about this last week, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, now we got to look at them. So who who do we have here included in this set? Well, you got the four Ghostbusters, uh-huh. um, which you can get in the Lego Ideas Ecto One set. Yeah. Um, except. Yeah, except. Yeah, it's a variant. Yeah. We got a slimed uh, Peter Venkman. Yes, indeed. And I noticed these guys, uh, uh, they have, uh, unlike the minifigures included with the uh, Ecto-1, these guys have printing on their arms. Mm. They have the, uh, on their right arms, they have the Ghostbusters logo. And on their left arm, uh, they have a little uh, pocket. There you go. Even more accurate. Yep. Yes, indeed. Uh, but you still want to keep your Ecto-1 because it can fit inside this firehouse. Oh, uh, man. i got to rebuild my Ecto-1 now. I have it. Uh, it's, it's, it's taken apart. I have it. I have it disassembled. So I need to put that thing back together. Yep. Okay. So we got our, we got the, the four boys. Mm-hmm. We have, uh, we have Dana Barrett and Lewis Tully. Mm-hmm. Possessed. Possessed uh, by Zool and uh, uh, Criminy. Uh, Vince Clortho. Vince Clortho, thank you. So we have them possessed. I'm wondering if they have double-sided heads. I would imagine so. Yeah, they they probably have their non-possessed heads. Uh, The official pictures uh, just show them with their kind of glowing red eyes. And Lewis looks a little spaced out, and Dana looks very upset. But, uh... I mean, those figures are fantastic. Um, we have, I have to say, I'm, I'm a little disappointed with Janine. The Janine, uh, minifigure. I, 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 I don't know what hair piece I would have used for her, but that one's not really selling it for me. Hmm. I don't know. I'm okay with it. I mean, isn't it the same hair that, that Ray has? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, see, I'm just, I, I'm, I read that as male hair. And granted, in, in the, uh, first Ghostbusters movie, Janine had, uh, you know, short hair, but I don't know, it's, 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 it's not really reading as female hair to me. But, uh, but you know what the point is, Moo, because it's a Janine Melnitz minifigure. Mm-hmm. And Janine Melnitz is fantastic. Uh, and then, uh, Rest of the set is ghosts. You got the taxi cab ghost, who looks pretty fantastic. Uh, you got the library ghost, who is indeed using the uh, misty ghost leg piece from the newest uh, Halloween minifigures. Uh, you got Slimer, of course, who has a uh, a hot dog, obviously or sausage, and then uh, two generic ghosts. Just a pink ghost and a blue ghost. And are those new molds? Uh, or have, have those been used in something? I don't recognize them, but I don't know. I mean, they might be some stray Chima or Ninjago. Right, exactly. Thing that I don't know what they are. But but uh, there you go. It looks fantastic. And oh, goody, there are stickers. Yes, yes, there are. Come on, man. I'm paying 350 bucks for this darn thing. I know. The least you can do is print the Ghostbusters 
symbol on those two by two tiles. Mm-hmm. Ecto one didn't have any stickers. True. Ecto one didn't have any stickers. That was like a fifty dollar set. Man, I don't know. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, Disappointing. Yeah, as we've talked about several times, not only are yeah. stickers annoying, but they start peeling after yeah time. Hopefully, uh, maybe some customizer out there. Because there are people who do like the pad printing, which is the same technique that that Lego uses to print pieces. Maybe someone will start doing pad printed uh, Lego symbols on those tiles. Hope so. Yeah, because I mean, it looks like uh, I mean, again, just judging from the exterior, uh, there's a one way sign on a traffic light. Uh, it has the firehouse number above the main door. And, you know, those, I could live without those stickers, but you need to have the Ghostbuster symbol hanging off the side. Mm-hmm. So it'd be nice if uh, someone decides to start custom printing those. Yeah. So we'll see. We shall see. But, yeah, come January 1st. Jeez. <sighs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Going to go broke. Broke, broke, broke. Start off the year by going broke. Yeah, seriously. I'm excited, though. Uh, also available in January, mm-hmm. the Lego Star Wars Force Awakens Construction Battle Figures. Construction? Construction. That's the name that for these uh, Bionicle-type uh, uh, Star Wars toys. Oh, because you construct them, but they're action figures. Yes. I see. Or they're distracting. <laughs> the name is distracting. Uh, so we got uh, we got a bunch more coming. We have all the Episode 7 theme stuff. Yep. I, w- the... I want that Captain Phasma. Well, yeah, it's Captain Phasma. We got a Stormtrooper. We got Kylo Ren. You got Captain Phasma. You got Finn. You got Ray, And you got, uh, what's his name, Poe Dameron or whatever. Yep. Yeah. So there we go. More episode seven toys. As as has been the case with these, the human looking ones are kind of goofy looking, but the uh, the characters who are in armor look pretty okay. Kylo Ren still looks kind of goofy. Kylo Ren looks a little goofy. Yeah, you're right. Stormtrooper looks good. Yep, definitely. Phasma get, looks good. Definitely going to get a stormtrooper, and definitely getting Phasma. Yeah. So there you go. Um, we've talked about these sets before, but we finally got some uh, pictures uh, mm-hmm. from the Lego Disney Princess line. Got mm-hmm. a couple of uh, Frozen sets. Ah, what do we have? First up is Anna and Kristoff's sleigh adventure. Now this is surprisingly dark for. Not just Lego, but especially for Lego Disney Princess subline. Uh, that's Slay, S-L-A-Y. <laughs> and that is, that, that set gets weird and unpleasant. Mm-hmm. I'm kidding. It's a joke. It's a joke. So what do you get? You get, uh, you get, uh, Anna. Mm-hmm. You get Kristoff, who, uh, 
I don't know. Kristoff in a uh, Lego friend's body is not really selling me on the character. <laughs> he's a little uh, Biebery. Because uh, yeah, I mean Kristoff, he's like kind of a a big brawny dude, right? Yeah. You know the 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 guy like lugs around blocks of ice for a living. He's 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 fairly built, but yeah, now he looks like a scrawny little Biebery teenager. He's even got that like flippy Bieber hair. Yep. So I don't know. This is like punk teenage Kristoff. But uh you got you got Sven uh hooked up to his sleigh. Oh look, he's got a couple of ice cubes on the back of the sleigh. I like the That's ice cute. cubes. That's cute. And then you get a facade of Oaken's trading post. But sadly, no uh no Oaken minifigure. It's uh, it's not a very exciting set, and there's a ton of no. stickers, and it's uh, 174 pieces, and will retail for 29.99. Hmm. You're basically getting this for Kristoff and Sven. Yeah, it's pretty unexciting. Yeah, yeah the the little building facade. There's nothing to it, and there's a random. I don't know what that other little facade is supposed to be. Like a kind of a tree, but kind of a weird wall, I guess, with little things of hay in it. I, I, I don't. I have no idea what that thing's supposed to be. To be. I think it's uh, part of the barn. It's like a barn facade, and those are hay. Okay. Okay. Like yeah, the where Kristoff and Sven were staying. Mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. Uh, it's a it's a pretty weak set. You're you are you're getting this for the, uh, the little Sven figure and the modern day cash machine. What? If you look at the uh, accessories picture, let me. Uh, that's the like bottom one. Let me look. Let me let me flip through these. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Inside Oaken's. Looks like the only things you can buy inside Oaken's. There's a couple of magical vials. There is a bag full of carrots and a couple of skis and what appears to be maybe a jar of perfume. But yeah, he has a cash register type thing in there. Yeah. Yeah. Just a modern day. And, you know, the standard Lego $100 bill. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. You gotta, you gotta pay for that somehow. <laughs> He wants a hundred bucks worth of carrots. So there you go. It's a very weak set. It is. Uh, the other set is the Arundel Castle Celebration. Ooh. It's four hundred seventy-seven pieces and will retail for fifty-nine ninety-nine. And this one is uh, specifically based on the uh, the short. Yes, Frozen the, Fever. Yes. Because you got the, uh, the the castle, and you have uh, you have Anna and Elsa, but they are in their kind of casual clothes. Uh, let's see, you got Olaf sliding down a slide on the side of the castle, and you have the little little snow critters. That have you seen that short? I have not. Okay, and, and the the whole premise of the short. Is that it is uh it is Anna's birthday and they are 
getting a celebration ready for her, but Elsa has a cold and she's going around sneezing and, and this is kind of a disturbing element when you think about it. They don't really touch on that, that aspect of it, but whenever, uh, Elsa sneezes, she creates these little snow critters, you know, and they're just these tiny little, you know, marketable minion-y looking, you know, tiny snowmen that are dopey and goofy and dance around and get into mischief. Hmm. But it's, you know, it's weird. You think about this, this, this girl has a cold and whenever she sneezes, she creates life. Yeah. And, and, you know, by the end of the short, there, there, you know, are dozens and hundreds of these little living snow critters that have been inadvertently brought to life because the, the snow queen is, uh, is sick. It's just like, that's, that's, that's weird. That's really weird. <laughs> that's really disturbing. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a, it's an odd kind of, and, you know, obviously they don't really go into that angle. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's already a little weird in the movie where she can create life. You know, she creates this, the little snowman and she creates the giant snow monster. Um, you know, so not only can, can Elsa create life at will, you know, she has this, you know, literal godlike power, but, uh, you know, we, we then find out that she can't even control it. And that just the simple uh, fact of sneezing will cause her to inadvertently create uh, new creatures, new life. But then what do you do with them, you know? Yeah, I mean, so all kinds of questions <laughs> coming from this short. I'm going to spoil the end of the short. They end up eating them. Oh, well, that makes it, sense. It becomes it becomes a, a food source. Okay. <laughs> I mean, she has to feed her people. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, at the, at the end, it's just... Uh, Anna and Elsa sitting there with a bunch of, uh, you know, cherry and lemon syrup <laughs> squirting them on these things and, and but, handing them in bowls to the people of Arendelle. They have the Snoopy, uh, snow cone maker. <laughs> and these, and these cute little monsters, you know, they're screaming as they're being devoured by the, the people. You know, the citizens are eating them and, you know, the, the little monsters just, you know, do not want it. Boy, there's a lot of stickers in this. There's set. a ton of stickers. Jeez Louise, I'm looking at all the interior details of the castle and it's just a sticker, 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 sticker. Um, yeah, it's a very basic build. Uh, I do like how Loki's staff is there for some reason. <laughs> I noticed that as well. Just kind of propped outside of the of the castle. And I'm trying to remember if there was some sort of magic staff in the short, I don't recall. But I mean, that's just that, that's just flat out Loki's staff. It's the same piece with the blue gem in the middle. I'm just gonna assume that Loki shows up in that short Disney Marvel crossover. <laughs> well, you know, he Loki is so delighted uh, over the the chaos that Elsa can bring by by creating life. He is one of the Frost Giants, remember? Holy cow! You're right. I'm smelling a crossover movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird, man. It's very odd. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, you know, when they first announced these, I was all like, oh, you know, I'll probably pick these up, but I don't think I'm going to now. Yeah, I'm not going to pick up either of these. No. I, I, you know, I picked up the, 
the Elsa's Frozen Castle set. Mm-hmm. And that was a cute enough set, but uh, this I'm just kind of, meh. Yep. Ironically enough, I'm lukewarm on these sets. I get it. Get it? I get it. Yeah. So. Uh, let's take a little break. Okay. Ghostbusters! It's the real Ghostbusters Firehouse playset. Megman, our firehouse is haunted. No way. Oh, no. I've been gooped. Ding, 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 ding. The real Ghostbusters each sold separately, assembly required. And we're back. Uh, we got one more Lego thing to talk about. Oh, yeah? Looks like we got uh, a peek at the Lego Collectible Minifigures Series 15. Nice. Now, we haven't talked about these at all on the show, have we? We have not. Okay. So, is this... There's There's a list... Of figures is is this list confirmed or is it still in the kind of rumor category? Uh, I'm gonna say it's still a rumor. Okay. Uh, yeah, until Lego actually puts anything out uh, okay. officially. Um, yeah, we could just go down this list. Let's do it. Uh, according to the list, we got a queen. So this is our last week. We were talking about a Freddie Mercury figure. Yeah, this must be Freddie Mercury again. And now we're getting a Freddie Mercury minifig, but that would be great, wouldn't it? That'd be awesome. Yeah, I bet you could probably cobble together a pretty decent Freddie Mercury minifigure. Yeah, out of parts. Uh, yeah, there's a pick a drawing of a queen minifigure in this okay. image. Um, head of animal control. <laughs> That's a overly specific sounding uh, title, but okay. Yeah, it's very weird. Uh, you, you figure you figure that's going to be just like a dog catcher or something, probably. Yeah. Uh, jewel thief. Okay. Uh, tribal woman. Okay. Dancer. Dancer. Okay. Uh, flying warrior slash road warrior. Hmm. Is it Mad Max? Sounds pretty mediocre. <laughs> I get it. Get it. Uh, a wildlife slash satyr. Okay. I, I I trying to figure out how those two intersect. Yeah. The satyr would be pretty cool, though. Yeah, satyr would be great. Yeah. Um, scary knight. Okay, so like a, a an evil knight, mm-hmm. a, a villainous knight. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wrestling champion. Okay, I'm going to assume they mean, like, professional wrestling. I hope so, and I'm very interested now. Yeah. Uh, costume shark guy. Okay, here's the obligatory dude in an animal suit. And it's going to be fantastic, and I totally want one. Yeah, because there, uh, there, there's a, a promotional picture that has a couple kind of sneak previews of, of things. Mm-hmm. Like, there is a, a drawing of the queen figure. So we can see what the queen's going to look like. And, uh, yeah, there is the, the dude in the shark mask, and it looks fantastic. He's got, uh, instead of arms, he has fins. And there's a, basically a giant shark mask that goes over his face and trails down his back to give him his uh, dorsal fin and tail. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Shark Guy looks pretty amazing. Yeah, I'm very excited about that one. Yeah, that's that's that seems like a get multiple army build Shark Guy. So, uh, there's oh a- man, you know what? Yeah, what, what's you that? Know, you can do you. You know, remember several waves ago there was the uh, 
the uh, the Blues Brothers figure, basically. Mm-hmm. There was the the the. It, it was it was basically uh, Jake and Elwood Blues. And then there was the uh, the woman dressed as the bee, who you could uh, just as easily uh, pop that bee suit onto the Blues Brothers' head, and have uh, have John Belushi as the uh, as the king bee. Old Saturday Night Live bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, here we have a land shark. There you go. So this uh, Lego is going out of its way to help us recreate 1970s Saturday Night Live. Uh, that was their plan all along. <laughs> I'm anxiously awaiting the two wild and crazy guys. <laughs> minifigures, which will probably be in the next wave. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. you got to spread it out. Yes. What else do we have? Uh, awkward slash clumsy man. Who we also have a picture of. Yeah. He looks at me. He, he comes with crutches. That's a new prop, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to have a Lego guy. He's got a. He's got like a black eye and a big bruise on his face. He's, his head's all bandaged up. He's got crutches and uh, looks like he has a broken leg. And he's wearing a shirt with a banana peel on it. So, uh, they're also, uh, fitting in some, uh, Arrested Development references. That's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they love comedy over at Lego. Yeah, yeah. So, why not have a Mr. Banana Grabber shirt? That's why they made the Big Bang Theory set, because they love comedy. <laughs> so, they made a Big Bang Theory set? Exactly. <laughs> womp womp. Uh, we got a kendo fighter slash wrestler. Cool. Uh, astronaut. Okay. Laser robot. <laughs> okay. I mean, those are two words that should always go together. Sure. But I, I'm trying to figure out how exactly. Is it a robot made of lasers? I don't know. Or is it uh, lasers formed into a robot? I don't know. Or is it just a robot that shoots lasers? No, it's probably that. Yeah. Uh, concierge. Okay, and... that sounds like the dullest. <laughs> what, like the dude at the hotel who sits there and tells you what restaurants to go to in town? Mm -hmm. Is that? Okay. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. And the farmer. The farmer. Okay. Now, see, when, when the farmer is not the least interesting sounding minifigure in that batch, something's going on there. Concierge. Come on. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see this, what... Uh, this better be an awkward translation or something. Yeah, I mean, who knows Yeah, about any of this. Well, costume shark guy, he's he's doing his job to kind of uh, make us forget about the concierge. And hopefully Laser Robot uh, lives up to his name. Yeah, I mean, and who knows if these are actually things that will happen. Also true. I mean, the only ones that we can see are, you know... The queen and the shark guy and the clumsy guy. Yeah. So we'll see. Pretty cool, though. Yeah. I mean, shark guy. That's got me sold already. Yeah. Well, yeah. Got me sold a couple times over. Um, Let's answer a tweet. Okie doke. Uh, from at JRT1138. Uh, he's saying that Onslaught and Shockwave are already sold out at BBTS. Uh, the mm. new the new wave of Transformers went up for yes. pre-order. Um, whole bunch of Transformers went up for pre-order. Um, 
Uh, he's wondering if he should wait for the Takara set. Hmm. Well, now, you know what? Let me ask you here this. Because uh, uh, yeah, what went up? Uh, basically, um, looking at the uh, the Transformers Generations, which is the kind of G1-inspired stuff, we have uh, some uh, Legends figures uh, went up, uh, including uh, Legends-sized Shockwave, uh, Pipes, Chop Shop, and Buzzsaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new Combiner Wars stuff, uh, which includes uh, the Voyager Onslaught and Scattershot. And then uh, all the other Combaticons. Uh, Leader Class Skywarp went up. And then a whole bunch of stuff from like uh, Robots in Disguise as well. Right. Um, did you get in on any of this? I did not. None of it. None of it. Not even Shockwave. Not even Shockwave. Now, I know you, and I know you're a Shockwave uh, fan. I am. Why do you hate Shockwave now? I don't hate Shockwave now. I'm waiting for the uh, Takara version. Are you really? Yeah. Interesting. I, um, I did. I did jump in on these pre-orders, and I did so admittedly as a bit of a precautionary measure. Um, well, I, I ordered uh, the set of the four combiners or not combiners, but um, well, I, I did order the set of the four combiners, but I ordered the set of the four legends figures. Mm-hmm. Um, I obviously wanted to get shockwave. Uh, I'm curious about Laserbeak because he has a new mold. Uh, Chop shop is a repaint of uh, shrapnel or Scrapnel, whatever his name is these days, but it's another Insecticon, and I do love me the Insecticons. And Pipes is just kind of there. Uh, yeah, Pipes is I, really lame. Yeah, he's he's basically just a blue repaint of the Huffer uh, Legends figure, which is a slight remold of an Optimus Prime Legends figure. And it's just kind of, eh, whatever. Um, I have an old... Uh, armor hide from Cybertron. Cybertron, yes. Uh, which is my stand-in for Pipes. He is a a, a scout-sized uh character who turns into a blue semi truck. Uh. That particular toy was repainted in orange uh, to make a Botcon Huffer toy, so using him as pipes is not without precedent. So he's kind of my stand-in classics pipes, and I think he does a better job than uh, this particular Legends figure. Mm -hmm. But I was certainly interested in the other three, so I figured I'll just get all of them because it's easier that way. Um. I did get an order in for Onslaught and the four Combaticons, because I am, as we have talked about in this show, a uh, a big nerd for Bruticus. So I want to make sure I have him. As you should be, because Bruticus is awesome. He is awesome. Um, But uh, I... I'm hoping to hear news about the Takara version because there is a very strong rumor 
And again, another thing that is not without precedent, uh, that the Takara set of Bruticus is going to have a new mold, uh, as, as we've talked about before here in the U.S., uh, North America in general. Uh, Blastoff is no longer a space shuttle. He is a, uh, is an aerial bot repaint. And the, the very strongly hinted rumor is that, uh, the Takara Bruticus is going to have a new space shuttle mold for Blastoff. Mm-hmm. And obviously I want to get as G1 accurate as possible, uh, for Bruticus. So I put in my order for the, the Hasbro Combaticons just so I am sure to get Bruticus. But, uh, if at some point before these come out, Takara says, Oh yeah, we are doing our own box set and it's going to have space shuttle blast off. I will drop this like a hot potato and, uh, just order that. Yeah. Um, to answer this particular question, I mean, mm-hmm. whether he should wait for the Takara set or not really depends on if he cares that there's a new blast off or not. Yeah. I mean, there, there's still no word on if there is going to be one at all, right. but, um, I don't know. Just cause it's sold out at big bad doesn't mean it's sold out everywhere. Yeah. And I mean, I, you know, I don't know what the situation is like where you live, but here the, uh, Combiner Wars stuff has, has not been terribly difficult to find. Yeah. It hasn't been hard for me either. Yeah. I, um, and Hasbro oh, Toy Shop is going to mm-hmm. put them up at some oh, point. Oh yeah. That's true. I haven't seen the, uh, the white Optimus Prime uh, here yet. I have not seen that either. I've seen all the other, you know, I've seen Cyclonus in stores plenty of times. I've seen Hotspot in stores plenty of times. Um, you know, the old Optimus I saw quite a bit, uh, uh, What's his name? Motor Master. I've seen quite a bit. So. Yeah. I mean, I can understand it's nice to order everything from Big Bad or from one source. Right. But there are options if you're really looking for particular Transformers. Yeah. So. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Again, going back to the question, I I would agree with you. It it really just depends on how... uh, dedicated you are to having things be as G1 accurate as possible. Uh, certainly it's going to, actually, is it going to be cheaper? I don't know how, yeah, I, I, you at least had pre-orders in for some of the Takara stuff. Is it Uh, that much more expensive? The Takara stuff was like 130 to 150 for the set. Okay. And I mean, you're looking at what, 25 bucks for the Voyager roughly. Okay. Uh, they're selling and, the, a pack of the four deluxes at sixty five ninety nine yeah. here. But I'm, I'm just, I'm just thinking retail. Um, well, you know what? Let's, let's go. Uh, so you get, and well, Onslaught, they, they jacked up the price on Onslaught. Yes. Uh, because he's going to be the popular one. So you're looking at, uh, 66 and 33. So you're looking at about a hundred bucks, uh, to get hit, uh, the Hasbro version. And how much was the, the Takara one that you had? Um, the Unite Warriors Superion, uh-huh. uh, is selling at Big Bad for 135. 
Okay, so like extra 35 bucks for the Takara version. Which is not that much. You know, it's not like you're saving a huge amount of money. And the Takara ones are, I mean, they have better paint apps and they're right. aiming for more G1 accuracy. Right, right. So it really depends on how much you want that or yeah. how much you value that. Exactly. Speaking of uh, ordering stuff from Big Bad Toy Store, I just got uh, three new Transformers thrown into a pile of loot. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. The girls. Oh, I thought you had those pre-ordered. I did. Oh, it just went into your pile. They They just, yeah, they just uh, showed up. They converted, I see. I thought you just added them just now. No, 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 no. No. But, um, yeah, they, they popped up in my uh, pile of loot now, so... Nightbird and Slipstream and Black Arachnia. There you go. Are sitting there waiting, uh, waiting to to ship out at some point. So, pretty exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess to answer the question, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Should you wait for the Takara one? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah um, it, it really just depends on yeah, how it, much. How G1 you want it to be. Yeah. So. And again, it's not been confirmed that Blastoff is even going to get a new mold. Yeah. It's been strongly hinted, though. Strongly hinted, but not confirmed. Right. So. Yeah. I'd I'd say only wait if you are really, really, really set on having Blastoff be a space shuttle. And even then, you know, don't. Don't devote yourself to that 100% because we don't know for sure. Yeah. And, you know, like, I mean, he was saying that uh, Onslaught and Shockwave are sold out at BBTS. Like, right. There are going to be other options. Oh, yeah. To get those toys. For sure. Yep. Um, Let's talk about stuff we got recently. Mm hmm. Uh, I have something on order, but have not received it yet. So what do you have? We'll wait until I get it. Oh, is it a surprise? Just wait until we get it. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, for right now, I have nothing to talk about. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question real quick, just cause I'm looking at big bad toy store right in front of me here. You're a G2 guy. I am. Do you, and I, maybe you already have this, uh, masterpiece sideswipe. I saw that. Uh, no, I do not have a G2 masterpiece sideswipe. Are you, are you cracking on it? I'm thinking about it, but I'm, I'm going to stick to my guns and just get the Diaclone masterpieces. Okay. It's just a one to one. It's, I, I ask for those listening at home, uh, uh, the Transformers masterpiece, uh, sideswipe, uh, figure over in Japan. They did a G2 release of him uh big bad toy store's normal price for him is 80 bucks but they're doing a as we are recording uh they are doing a one day sale where they have him on sale for 55 bucks yeah it's a really good price um i just don't want to go down the path of getting g2 masterpiece Uh, okay because they seem to be doing that more and more right Putting that with the Diaclone stuff I already have, it's. <laughs> I don't want to become the masterpiece collector. It's a it's a rabbit hole to be sure. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. So you have you have something on the way. We'll find out next week, presumably. Uh, probably. 
Okay. It has shipped. Uh, okay. It is currently in California, so it's oh, making nice. its way up to Washington. I will have to go mug a FedEx delivery person. Well, you already have this, I assume. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm, I mean, I'm even more interested. Uh, so actually, you, you, you know what? I, I'm going to say this uh, again for the sake of those listening at home. We will, we will on the show occasionally uh, have one or the other of us play dumb about you know one of us starts to introduce something, the other one does the whole like, oh, what are you talking about? And then we both get excited. Ooh, look at that! And you know, we're we're obviously just kind of you know doing a phony setup. But I have no idea what you ordered. I, I legitimately am in the dark here. Well, I'll tell you off air. Oh, are you gonna are you gonna spoil it for me? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's nothing big. Oh, okay. Okay. Prepare to be let down, folks. Yep. Set your expectations <laughs> accordingly. <laughs> oh man. So what'd you get? Uh, I, you know what? I I was very surprised to get this. Uh, geez, was it last week or the week before when my uh, subscription service figure showed up? Uh, must have been the week before, but it feels like it was last week. Yeah, I mean, it was it was very, very recently. We were in the middle of recording, and my uh, Transformers Collectors Club subscription service, G2 Starscream, arrived. Uh, like the other day, I uh, I come home from, from teaching, and there's a, a box sitting at the my front door, and I think, well, this is odd. I don't recall ordering anything. And I get up there, and sure enough, it's from uh, Fun Pub. And it's the final subscription service figure, like arriving, I guess, two weeks after the the previous one. Crazy. Fun Plug really needs to sort out their schedules. Yeah, I think what happens is things get really pushed back, and then they're mm-hmm. like, oh, let's just get everything out now. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that that especially happened the first year when there was some manufacturing delay or some such nonsense that caused all of the toys to be like six months late. And then it was just like, okay, every two weeks, let's just send one out. Cause the idea is that they're supposed to show up like once every two months or something. Right. Cause there's like six figures spread out over the year, if that's correct. Right. So you're supposed to get one once every two months, but inevitably something happens where it goes four or five months without anything. And then suddenly you're getting like two in a day or something. Mm hmm. So whatever the case is, uh, subscription service, is this year three? I or don't s- remember. I'm going to look this up really quick. Uh, yes. Transformers Collectors Club figure subscription service 3.0, the third year that they have done this, has come to an end as people are starting to get the final figure, uh, which is... Uh, by process of elimination, uh, we would f- uh, know that it is Croc, who is a modern day update of a of an old action master. Who, uh, as we know, the gimmick of action masters is that they <laughs> couldn't transform, uh, but they would uh, usually come with a uh, partner that transformed into a weapon. So, uh, Croc is a uh, retool of the uh, Generations Deluxe Megatron, where he turns into a stealth bomber. And actually, that's a a very good choice for a croc figure. The old Action Master... uh, One of the things about the Action Master toys is that there were uh, 
figures made of existing characters. So there was like a shockwave and blaster and Optimus Prime and Megatron and stuff like that. So even though the toys didn't transform, you knew that, okay, this guy's supposed to be a truck and this guy's supposed to be a gun or whatever. But they also had original characters as action masters. And, you know, because of that, you didn't really know what their alt mode was supposed to be. But there would be, you know, just through the uh, the molding and designs of the characters, kind of hints that would tell you what they would be. Like, okay, this guy's supposed to, you know, he he has a tank turret molded into him, so if he were to transform, it would be into a tank or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, Croc clearly has a kind of stealth bombery looking uh, cockpit on his chest, uh, re- referring, of course, to the old G1 toy. So the uh, the Megatron Stealth Bomber mold is uh, a very suitable update for the figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a new head, which is great. Uh, you know, very reminiscent of the uh, old G1 toy. And uh, the old uh, Croc toy came with uh, his part. His Action Master partner was an alligator who turned into a giant gun. And so the subscription service Croc comes with a uh, an arms micron figure uh, from the uh, the the Transformers uh, uh, Prime series uh, in Japan, uh, which is uh, what do you know? He's a, a little alligator, little robot alligator that turns into a kind of like. Miss, missile like rocket launcher kind of thing. So you have a very nice G1 homage. Nice. Yeah, and you know the the Megatron figure. It's a it's a pretty okay figure. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's not uh, not my favorite of uh, the recent deluxes, but it's not a bad toy. Um, I do actually want to get that Croc on the uh, secondary market. Um, yeah. If I can find it for a good price, uh, I I like the Action Master updates. Yeah, yeah, and he is, uh, you know, like I said, he's a, he's a very good update. You know, uh, in terms of sort of staying true to the original character and having the new head helps, and the uh, just the luck that Japan made a an alligator arms micron for them to update uh, works really well here, and. Because it is the final figure of the year subscription service, it comes with a bonus figure as well. That's Fun Pub's, uh, one of their gimmicks for this service is that there is always a seventh mystery figure that they do not reveal until people start getting it in the mail. And usually it's a smaller figure. You know, it's, it's, uh, like a scout class figure or something like that. Uh, in this case, and, uh, I, you know, the, the, much like uh, you know the the Starscream figure arriving fifth, I had absolutely no idea about who the mystery figure was. Uh, last year's subscription service, it was pretty much given away that it was going to be uh, eject the uh, the the blasters cassette buddy uh, because we had gotten a rewind. That year, and everyone was just kind of like, oh, okay, it's going to be ejected. And I think there may have been some leaks at some point kind of confirming that. But I had precisely zero idea 
Uh, I don't know if I missed something that was posted online. So it was a, a genuine surprise opening this up, seeing who I was going to get. Uh, it is a, uh, repaint of the legends class, uh, tailgate figure, uh, into a, uh, I guess it's a G2 character, uh, named night racer. There's a, uh, female Decepticon. So basically it's a, uh, it's like a, a black repaint of the, uh, of the tailgate figure with kind of blue highlights. And there's some sort of weird, like, botcon history backstory to this thing. Uh, which I don't, are you, did you follow any of that? Are you privy to any of this? Um, I'm looking at the Transformers wiki right now. Yeah, uh, so apparently, Night Racer, uh, the character, originates from the 1995 BotCon. So you're looking at a, a you know, basically an homage to a 20-year-old BotCon exclusive figure, uh, which was created by a Transformers fan who goes by the hacker alias Raksha. Who, from what I understand, and this is just comes from reading the Transformers wiki, was was a somewhat controversial figure in the Transformers fandom. And see, once you start getting into like fandoms and things like that, that no good comes out of that. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's always sort of like weird, self-important kind of ego-driven nonsense uh, involved in this. And this, this, this sounds like it's the case here. So this uh, Raksha, uh, she was a a very big G1 fan, and she apparently organized the 1995 BotCon because this was 20 years ago when apparently one person could <laughs> put together a whole Transformers convention by themselves. Uh but I guess, like, she hated, cause this was, uh, like, when Beast Wars was the big thing, and she apparently hated Beast Wars and was, like, really outspoken and talking about, like, how terrible that show was and, you know, the whole truck nut monkey nonsense. And, you know, so uh, apparently, from what I get, she wasn't necessarily very well liked in the fandom, even though she was running the convention and blah, 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 blah. And she created this night racer character who ended up being an exclusive toy at that convention. So now we have a modern day update to this very obscure botcon character, which is already weird. Yep. Uh, it's not necessarily a bad thing because the tailgate mold is uh, pretty okay. You know, it's, it's not my favorite of the legends molds, but it's not a bad mold, certainly. And it is done up in uh, black with blue highlights. So it's actually really cool looking. It's a really nice uh, color scheme. And it comes with a uh a a uh, another little well, you know the new legends figures all come with uh little robots that turn into little vehicles that turn into awkward weapons. Uh the first few waves of legends, yeah. Do the yeah, the, yeah, the new ones don't, do they? No. Okay. But this one does come with one. It comes with uh uh well, it comes with the figure that was included with the Legends tailgate, uh, named Groundbuster, uh, 
just a little robot that turns into a construction vehicle that then turns into some sort of like clawed weapon uh that that tailgate can hold so you get a uh black and blue repaint of that figure uh that is named Shakar which what do you know is an anagram of uh the Raksha woman who created the Night Racer character in the first place so it's just it's it's a weird sort of double homage that absolutely no one's going to get except for like the biggest transformers nerds out there so yeah i was not in the fandom scene at this point i was no no <laughs> i had no idea any of this was going on exactly and i mean yeah, again this was you know 20 years ago transformers were not the thing that they are today mm-hmm. you know i i mean when you consider that well, first of all, it's a little odd that they even were popular enough to have a convention in 95. But I get, oh, you know what? It was the second official Transformers convention. And again, it was so small that it could be organized and hosted by one person who wasn't even an employee of Hasbro or anything. It was just like she was a fan. She was like a, a very involved fan running the convention. And, you know, nowadays, of course, Hasbro is, is pretty heavily involved in it. And Hasbro has like a, a whole other company that is dedicated to running the fan club and running the convention and stuff like that. So, I mean, this, this would be like if, if, <laughs> if Justin here called up Hasbro one day and said, Hey, can I host an official Transformers convention? And Hasbro just kind of goes, yeah, okay, go ahead. <laughs> you know, because there were no giant multi-million dollar Hollywood movies and there were no multiple TV series airing and, you know, all these type thing. You know, it was, it was, there was Beast Wars on TV and, and no one really thought too much of it. Yep. So, but, uh, it's a very different time, 1995. Very, very different time. I don't even think women could vote at that point. <laughs> I was a uh, fifteen-year-old in high uh, school. I was uh, I was just out of high school. There you go. So, yeah, and um, yeah. So I mean, it's 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 a neat figure. Uh, certainly, I'll take it for free just because it's you know it's a, a cool color scheme and everything. But it's it, it's got this weird convoluted history behind the figure and behind the the woman who created the character and everything like that. And, you know, I don't really know if it's meant to be respectful or meant to kind of poke fun at her, because like I said, uh, it, it seems like the fandom, uh, doesn't really like her very much just because of her controversial views. According to the wiki, uh, she contributed to the text for night racers bio card for, for this Night Racers bio card or for the original one? Uh, for this one. Oh, really? Okay. Well, there you go. So I guess uh, I guess it's it's not supposed to be like some sort of weird backhanded insult. I don't know. This so. is going into the wiki. I don't. Yeah. Who knows? Well, I I'm I'm gonna. I mean, these people who write this Transformers wiki are like really hardcore into this stuff. So I'm guessing they know more than I do. 
So it's interesting, though. I mean, it's it's weird and convoluted, but whatever. It's a free toy. I'll take it. Sure. It's a free toy that I paid three hundred dollars for, so I'll take it. <laughs> Yeesh. Yeesh. And then you're gonna spend three fifty plus tax on some Lego. You know what? Stop reminding me about that. <laughs> hey, at least I didn't sign up for the uh fourth year subscription service. Well, the fourth year was very disappointing. It was. It definitely was. So but yeah, that's that like I said, that just sort of showed up and I yeah, was just kind of, oh, okay, there it is. So I didn't get anything else. I did uh, finish putting together the Lego Spaceport set. Yeah, but what'd you think? Uh, well, you know, uh, like I talked about on the show, there's the looking at it, you know, cost versus piece count versus cost versus uh, the size of the model. And you know what? I dig it. I dig it. It's, it's, it's very big. It's very impressive. Uh, the shuttle looks fantastic when it's clipped into the, uh, the booster rockets. Even if the booster rockets are, you know, very simplistic little cylindrical structures that are mostly hollow and took no time and a handful of pieces to put together. But once it's all put together and the shuttles with the boosters and it's on its truck, it, uh, it looks really neat. Cool. And, you know, again, for a space nerd like myself, it's awesome. And, uh, even my wife, when she saw it all kind of put together, you know, she hadn't really been paying attention to me building it. So her first exposure to it was kind of the whole thing sitting, uh, sitting up there. She saw it and she was like, Oh, wow, that is really cool looking. So, so she, uh, she was impressed by it as well. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, you know, again, if, uh, if you're going to get it, I recommend you find a way to get it cheaper, uh, whether it is a coupon and gift card manipulation like uh, I did or, uh, you know, maybe get a job at the Lego store and uh, engage in some internal shrinkage. <laughs> uh, you could do that. Don't actually do that. That's that's the fancy way of saying stealing from the store you work at. No, so don't do that. That's not good. Don't do that. That's a joke. I was joking. But, um, but yeah, if you can find a way to, uh, to get it a little cheap, cause I mean, yeah, like I said, I, I used some coupons, I used some gift cards and I used the, uh, the Bricktober promotion to get a free little set to, to offset even more of the cost. So, yeah, so that really kind of brought down the core value of that set uh, a bit for me. So I would recommend doing it. Cool. Yeah. So. Again, if you want just a neat-looking model of a space shuttle. Mm-hmm. So there. But that's it. I think that's a show. That sounds like a show. Uh, if you'd like to reach us, you can do so on Twitter. We're at POA Podcast. Facebook, facebook.com slash points of articulation. Email POAPod at gmail.com. Um, links to the stuff we're talking about are in the show notes. Look uh, in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, you could subscribe to us on iTunes and while you're on iTunes, if you could leave us a review, that'd be great. And we're also on Stitcher radio. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. I got some more water. Glug, glug, glug. I like to drinky drink. Thirsty, what?
I'm just saying, man. You know how long a human body can go without water? Uh, and you're all like... Same thing that happens to everything else? That <laughs> <laughs> uh, was good. That was good. That was good. I was, I was not expecting that clever of a response. <laughs> I was expecting something amusing, but that was uh, it was really good. Oh man! <laughs>